This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Jeff with you alongside Tuckett Slade. You're listening to BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We are in Salt Lake City at Smith's Ballpark, home of the Salt Lake Bees, the AAA affiliate of the Angels, also home to the University of Utah for their home games. BYU trailing by a run, 5-4. The Cougars at one point down 5-1. They've scored three. They're within a run. Looking to see what can happen with some of these extra innings. We're going to 12 innings. We begin the top of the 10th. And the batter for BYU is number 14, Alex Sardina. His first at bat. Sardina came in and promptly had two ground balls hit right his direction at second, and he looks at ball one. He was Reed's best friend last inning. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> Get the ground ball, make sure you field it, and throw him out. The 1-0 pitch. Evens the count at 1-1. One and one. Cougars out hitting the Utes 6-4, but trail 5-4. 1 1 pitch, misses low, 2 and 1 to Sardina. Sardina from Tustin, California. Awaiting the 2 1 pitch. And it's on its way. Misses away. 3 and 1. Tell you what, the outfielder playing awful shallow for Sardina. He's got some pop in the bat, especially to right center. Sardina six feet, one ninety. The three-one popped up, and it will get out of play off to the right side. And the count is now full to Alex Sardina. Well, full count here. Battle. Find a way to get on base. The 3-2 pitch, forthcoming. Kick and deliver. Foul back, and we'll do it again, 3-2. and two. Jeff, do you see that girl on the top row over here who's walking the bleachers? Watch what she's doing. Oh, now, of course, she's not doing it. It just makes me cringe. She's stepping across the bleachers. She was stepping on the seats. Are you talking oh. about the one in the black coat? Yeah, she's not anymore, but, oh, I was like, oh, if she falls, it's going to be a big-time accident. 3-2 pitch. Misses low, leadoff walk to Sardina. That a boy. That's how the top of the 10th begins. Of course I say something and she completely stops. It's the way it is. But the first two sections he was walking on a seat, the armrests, yes. from rest to rest. And I'm like, you slip just a little bit. Your feet's going down, stuck between the seat, falling over, hurting yourself big time. It's the way it always works. Like this morning was a perfect example. I was hosting BYU Sports Nation. I was the only one in the studio because Spencer Linton was in Waco. And there were three flies in there. They would only come around my face when we were on camera. When we were in break and I could do something about it, they wouldn't come near me. Of course. Ball one is the count. The batter is Brock Watkins. Brock with a solo home run in his last at bat. The 1-0 pitch. Quick throw down to first. Sardina back without incident. So two balls and no strikes to Brock. 
Yeah, Brock went big time right field last time. Yes, I he did. I should step out of the booth again. Went the other way. Let's see. If, let's just see, see if it works. Okay. Let's see if I, if I jinx it. Two balls, no strikes. Runner at first, nobody out. The 2-0 pitch to Watkins. Hits the inside part of the plate. Strike one. So two and one to Brock. BYU needs just one run to tie this thing up. They've held Utah scoreless since the fifth inning. Two balls, one strike is the count. And the 2-1 pitch. In the dirt, 3-1. and one. The pitcher, Gavin Gurrell, is in danger of coming into the ballgame and walking the two batters that he faces right off the top. 3-1 pitch, and it is exactly what he's done. Back-to-back -back walks puts the tying run in scoring position. Sardina at second. Brings up Chandler River now getting his first... At bat as a Coug in a big spot here. Tie and run at second. Go ahead, run at first here in the 10th inning. Reber came in as a defensive substitution in right field. So Reber with an opportunity in his first plate appearance as a BYU Cougar to tie this ball game up or more. This would normally be a bunt situation, but... Uh, We'll see what we do here. Runners at first and second, nobody out. Chandler can really run, strong kid too, but he can really run. The first pitch, and he lays down a bunt, and it's a beauty. They'll throw him out at first, but he does his job. Both runners advance, so with one out, the Cougars with two runners in scoring position at second and third. Hey, nicely done right there, good team at bat. Now you give your guy Cole Gamble, even though it's a left on left matchup. Give him a chance here to tie or take the lead here. Anything in the outfield likely ties this ball game up. Cougars down a run, 5-4. Cole Gamble is the batter. Began the night in right field defensively, now in center field, and he swings and misses on the 85-mile-an-hour pitch from Gavin Gurrell. Garrell, the lefty from North Bend, Washington, prior to coming to Utah, was at Boise State, who obviously got rid of baseball. Crying shame. Really is. The 0-1 pitch misses 1-1. One one. Especially when you – they hadn't had baseball for 20 years, and then they bring it back. They come back for one season. actually doing well. And uh, when then COVID hit, and then they canceled the program again. One ball, one strike, one out. The 1-1 one, one pitch to Gamble. Outside, 2-1. and one. We mentioned the, uh, the Utah College League from a couple summers ago. That's when the there were like three or four Boise State players that were participating in that, and they got the word that the program had been cut while they were there, so I got a chance to talk with them. They were all in shock trying to find yeah. places to play basketball or baseball. 2-1 pitch. 
popped up. It's the second baseman, Bartich. Actually, it was the shortstop moving over to make the catch. He called off the second baseman. And that's a big out number one. Both runners staying at second and third. But still, excuse me, it's out number two. Yeah, not a very good at bat there by Cole. You've got to... You've got to find a way. Hey, even hit a ground ball to second, you tie this game up, and you, you get underneath it and you pop it up to the infield. It's the last thing, a pop-up and a strikeout. You can't have there, and you get one of those. And now Pintar, who's had a really bad night offensively, has a chance to come up with the biggest hit of the day right now. Yeah, you, you can erase most. all of that with a base hit here. First pitch to Pintar, ball one. Yeah, that's the thing about baseball is it, it can be very forgiving if – the, the, the time presents itself because he's he struggled today offensively when he's been he, he is our best hitter he's our best player and he struggled today but he can have one great at bat right here and we can take a lead one ball no strikes the pitch to Pintar misses 2-0 and oh. Colin Reuter the catcher in the on deck circle for BYU pitch. Base hit down the left field line. One run will score. A second run will score. And that is a two-run double for Andrew Pintar and BYU jumps on top 6-5. Like I said, right? <laughs> All it takes is one at bat. And that's the guy that we expect right there. That's a big time at bat, Andrew. Nicely done. And BYU, which had been bit by some timely two-out hitting by Utah, comes up with one of its own and takes the lead 6-5 in the top of the 10th. BYU now with nine hits. Or excuse me, seven hits. But none bigger than that one. Reuter looks at ball one. So one ball, no strikes. And in Pintar at second base in scoring position, no, no reason to slow down now. Try and put a little distance between you and the Utes. Ground ball to short. Throw to first. Nice pick in time. But BYU gets a two-run double from Andrew Pintar and takes the lead for the first time tonight, 6-5, as we head to the home half of the 10th on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Justice Reiser, the new pitcher for the BYU Cougars. This Cougar pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. I'll tell you something else that inspires. Two out, two run double from Andrew Pintar. BYU has the lead. So we head to the bottom of the 10th inning. It is 6-5 BYU after trailing 5-1 at one point in this ballgame. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Smith's Ballpark. Taking you 12 innings tonight here in Salt Lake City. Game two of the two-game series. Next Saturday afternoon, 1.30, first pitch at Miller Park. Tuck and I will be on the radio call with you once again. But right now, this one's not over yet. Is it 1.30 or is it 1? Well, now I'm second-guessing myself. I thought it was 1. You're just thinking the football games at 1.30. That's probably where I'm getting that. You're right, 1 o'clock. <laughs> Well, great to see Justice here in this game. 
true freshman left-hander from Bingham High School. Great kid. Really, really good pitcher. Elite left-handed pickoff move. Yeah, Coach said he's going to throw out a lot of guys at first. A one pitch. In for strike two. And I always say he's going to throw out, he's going to pick off one guy, and then everybody else is never going to get a big lead on him because they know. Because <laughs> they're going to realize, yeah. okay, this is not somebody we want to mess with. In the scattering port, yep, we're done with that one. We're going to just stand on the base. Gabe Singer at the plate facing an 0-2 pitch from Justice Riser. The 0-2 on its way, and it's ball one. So the thing about Justice that's really nice is you saw the fastball, the pitch before was 89. So he's an 87 to 90 mile an hour lefty, but a really, really good changeup and a really good curveball. He's a three-pitch mix guy. He's a guy that can pitch in multiple situations because he can throw three pitches for a strike. Riser with a 1-2 pitch. Almost hit the batter. Two balls, two strikes. Can I tell you how sick I am of getting these uh, texts, political texts? Yeah, I the know, right? The 2-2 pitch misses now full count. From the mayor, running for from, mayor. For mayor and or, everybody. Yeah. And then I immediately go into block contact. Delete. Delete block. I've had, I've had three of those since we began this broadcast. Three balls, two strikes. Singer facing riser. Justice steps off, timeout call. BYU has fought all the way back. They lead 6-5 here in the bottom of the 10th inning. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Good changeup right there. Welcome to the Cougars. Justice Riser strikeout number one as a BYU Cougar, and it's out number one in the bottom of the 10th. The left fielder, Alex Beza, will bat with the bases empty and one out. Beza so far has gone the distance. We'll see if he is substituted at some point. But first pitch to Beza. Looks to strike one from Riser. No balls, one strike and one out. Beza waiting the 0-1. And outside, one ball and one strike. Now that the sun is completely set, the cooler temperatures are being felt now. One thing we haven't had is wind, and that's something I'm sure we're all happy about. 1-1 one, one pitch. Good curveball. In for strike two. Uh, if we had wind today, oh, my goodness. Talk about chilling. Well, we'd be okay up here. We'd figure it out but because uh, we can always close the booth. We could, we could close the window. But the guys on the field would be freezing. See, that's the beauty of having the crowd mic. The crowd mic can be outside. We can shut the window if we want. 1-2 pitch. Got to get rid of it. Ground ball. Sardina at second. Gloves it. Over to first. Not in time. The right call. And that he is safe. Nicely done by Sardina. Makes the catch. Gets it in the glove. Gets it in the hand. Throws it. But the batter was running hard out of, out of the batter's box. That'll bring in 
Number 99, Bardich. Bardich out of Miami, Florida. Coming a long way to play baseball. Manhattan College before this. Runner at first, one out. Riser delivers, and it is strike one, I believe on a foul tip. No balls, one strike, runner at first, representing the tying run here in the bottom of the 10th. BYU leading 6-5 after trailing 5-1 earlier in the ballgame. A check on that runner at first. Spoiler alert, going to talk about the ALCS, if you don't want to know, in 3, 2, and 1, because I'm kind that way. Do another three count. A one pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Boston at Houston, top of the third. It is now 2-1 Red Sox. It was tied at 1-1 a moment ago, but Boston has taken a lead. Now 2-1 Red Sox in uh, game one of the ALCS. Another check on the runner at first. Both of uh, our teams, Tuck, are out. Yours didn't make the postseason at all. Mine we just fired your coach. We just fired our coach yeah. after going to the postseason when yeah. we should have been there to begin with. Yeah. Both of us looking for managers. The 0-2 pitch. Good pitch. Swing Change and a miss. Right Strike three. Nicely done, Justice Riser. Well, by the way, Tuckett is a Mets fan. I'm a Cardinals fan. Just going to go ahead and say I really appreciate them firing your head coach because he's going to be either the Padres or the Mets' next head coach. So just saying. How do you fire him? Look, it's philosophical differences. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that great, is. Great. Clearly something happened yeah. because that took everybody by surprise. I would love it if Nolan – would now like opt out? Yeah, like he was Schilt's guy, and he's yeah. like, "All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm opting out." Oh. You know they've had to have that conversation with Pryor, don't you think? You, I don't know why you would. But there are some organizations, and Cardinals are not not one of them. But I was actually so Seager's little brother, who's at the Mariners. You know, they they made a really good right run. They asked him towards the end of the year when they were officially out of the playoffs. The you know, hey, do you think that your option will get picked up and you'll be here next year? He was like, I don't know. It's like I haven't spoke to my GM in three years. That's crazy. Like, I'm like, seriously? How does that happen? Oh, one pitch. Good curveball. In for strike two. Riser jumping ahead. No balls on two strikes. There's two outs and a runner at first. Like, how do you have that conversation? I mean, how do you – and some organizations run that way where the upper management just don't talk to players. They don't. Yeah, that there's a clear division. Yeah, they just don't. From the front office and then the players, everybody in the clubhouse. Not the way I'd like to run it, but – Landon Fry at the plate, awaiting the 0-2 pitch. Riser delivers and misses away, 1-2. and two. Six five Cougars in the bottom of the 10th. The tying run is at first base for the Utes. But BYU a strike away from inning this inning. 1-2 pitch, yep. and they got it, strike three. Justice Riser looking impressive in his first time on the mound as a BYU Cougar. 
We will take a timeout. It is 6-5 Cougars on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. The new University of Utah pitcher Micah Ashman, a lefty freshman out of Sandy, Utah, and Jordan High School, making his debut in the ballgame tonight. First batter he will face, Joshua Cowden. Cowden with a triple in the ballgame tonight. BYU leading 6-5. As we begin the top of the 11th inning, going 12 from Salt Lake City tonight. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade. Happy to, be, happy to be bringing you BYU baseball in the middle of October. The Cougars with six runs on seven hits. Five runs on five hits for the Utes. And the first pitch from Ashman misses inside. Ball one. BYU baseball brought to you by doTERRA, a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. A 1-0 count to Josh Cowden. And now Ashman steps off, and they want to go through the signs one more time. The lights are on. The sun is down. The moon is out. And while it's chilly, it has been a gorgeous day here along the Wasatch Front. Cowden awaiting the 1-0 pitch. Ashman kicks and delivers. Cowden lifts the ball into center field, and the catch is made by Duffalo. I thought that ball was hit harder than that. Well, and for a second, I thought it was going to dive right in front of his glove. He makes the catch, one away. The batter now, Cooper Vest. Coop came in a couple of innings ago, out in at bat, and then took over at first base defensively. Cougars trying to extend their one-run lead, leading 6-5. Bases empty and one out. Ashman delivers ball one inside to Vest. The crowd has certainly thinned out as the night has gone on, but still quite a few people have stuck around to see this one through. I will say there are more BYU fans here than Utah fans right now. Well, there always is. Amen. 1-0 pitch. Popped up and over our broadcast location here at Smith's Ballpark. 1-1 one one the count to Vest. We're in the visitors broadcast booth. So right next to us is the home booth where uh, our good friend Steve Klauke, the voice of the Salt Lake Bees, also the voice of the Weber State Wildcats, does the broadcast for the Salt Lake Bees. Steve, one of my favorite guys. The 1-1 pitch. Misses away, two balls and one strike. Steve was uh, pretty upset. He's a Chicago White Sox fan. And uh, I actually thought the White Sox had a pretty decent chance to go far in the postseason. and They did not. No, they did not. Two balls, one strike, and one out. The 2-1 pitch. Low, and it's now 3-1 to Vest. If the, if the Astros win it again, now what are people going to say? Well, I was going to say, with no trash cans, you can't, you can't argue. 
Look, I think we're I think we all realize we're probably staring down at a, at a repeat of the 2017 World Series between the Dodgers and the Astros. Don't, That's the most likely scenario. Don't tell Coach Herring that. Oh no! Trust me, I'm I'm hoping the Braves. I need somebody to pull for. Three one pitch, ground ball to second, and he bobbled it. He had a teammate run in front of him, and I think that Bardage, I think that messed him up. Yeah, I don't know. And what. he couldn't see it, and it popped out over his glove. Yeah, Alex, I don't know why he went that far to his right. That's just not his ball. And the first baseman ran essentially in front of the second baseman, and I think that screwed up Bardage from being able to glove that cleanly and throw out Vest at first. BYU will take it, though. And it's going to be an error. So now both teams with an error. The good news is BYU with a runner at first base. One out. And Jacob Rogers with a hearty swing. Swings and misses. Strike one. No balls, one strike, one out, and a runner at first base here in the top of the 11th. The 0-1 popped up. It will get out of play and into the stands. That hit the concrete right on top of the dugout. That took a high hop. So the count is no balls, two strikes to Jacob Rogers. Some fans running over to catch the foul ball. Everybody bundled up wearing their coats and their hats. Probably a couple of layers. And Rogers waiting the 0-2 pitch. Ashman looks at first and now delivers the 0-2. Jacob down. Rogers lines it into left and uh -oh. it will fall down uh -oh. and get past Beza in left field. Rodgers will stop at second, Vest at third, and with one out, the Cougars have two runners in scoring position at second and third base. Nice job of hitting by Jacob Rodgers. Yeah, Lennon Fry out there, dove. Tough spot to dive right there, and because of it, it gets behind him when he doesn't catch it. Rodgers gets the double out of it. Good to see Jacob Rodgers getting a hit like that. Absolutely. Now you make it hurt, Mace, right here. It's where you can put some distance between yourself and the Utes. Because last time out he came ready, hit a line drive right to center. Yes. That would score a run right here. But let's get greedy here and get a hit and maybe score two. Mason looking for his first hit as a Cougar. And if he gets it, it's going to score at least a run. Ashman delivers. Swing and a miss. 87 miles an hour on the pitch. Strike one to Strong. No balls, one strike. Cougars with runners at second and third with just one out. Already on top, 6-5. Battling back from down 5-1. The 0-1 gets past the catcher, not far enough for anybody to advance. Invest smartly, stays near third base and doesn't try and press the issue, especially with only one out. There was no chance he was going to score. It was a smart decision, obviously. Just didn't get too far away from Graham behind the plate. So one ball, one strike, and one out. 
BYU out hitting the Utes 8-5. Both teams with an error. The Utes error came in this inning. The Cougars looking to make them pay for it. The 1-1 pitch. Chopped foul. And now 1-2. and two. One ball, two strikes. Two Cougars in scoring position. Can the Cougars add to their lead at 6-5? Ashman with the 1-2 pitch. And he got him swinging. Strong strikes out for out number two. Yeah, you got to find a way to put a ball in play right there. The, the inning the not over, run. though. Yeah, you got to find a way right there. If you're Mace to put a ball in play, you can't have a strikeout there. Max Harper at the plate. The last inning, BYU able to get a two-run double with two outs. Can they do it again? Ground ball to short. Over to first in time, and the Cougars will strand runners at second and third. We will head to the bottom of the 11th inning. BYU on top, 6-5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Smith's, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, rouse, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. As the world leader in essential oils, doTERRA's products help athletes around the world maintain the highest level of health and wellness. Our products are responsibly sourced and maximize performance, rest, and recovery for athletes at any level. doTERRA is proud to be the title sponsor of BYU Baseball and to support the student-athletes with their health and wellness goals. Learn more about how you can up your health and wellness game at doTERRA.com. doTERRA. Pursue what's pure. It's easy for time to get away from you when you're on social media. Don't let it be wasted time. Make sure your feeds are filled with content that's informative, uplifting, and entertaining. Where do you find that kind of content? Follow BYU Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We post information about our shows, interview clips, behind-the-scenes information, and important announcements. Search for BYU Radio on your favorite social media platform and hit the follow button. Find the links on byuradio.org. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Peyton Cole, the new BYU pitcher. Cougar pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Peyton Cole, we saw last year many a time in the field and pitching. This year is going to be a pitcher. And he's taking the mound here in the bottom of the 11th inning. His team on top, 6-5. Well, a couple of more changes. Looks like uh, Chase Taylor is now behind the plate catching. Dawson Hall is in right. It looks like Chandler River moved from right to center. Dawson Hall, you say. It's a familiar name. Yep. Is there any particular reason why that's a familiar name there, Tuck? Uh, I don't know, Chef. You tell us. Well, because it's the little brother of one Jaron Hall. And more athletic little brother. <laughs> 
BYU starting quarterback Jaron Hall's brother Dawson in the ball game and on the BYU roster this season. 2-0 the count. Peyton Cole on the mound. Facing Matt Flaherty at the plate. The 2-0 pitch to Flaherty. Outside, and Peyton now falls behind 3-0. One-run ball game. Here in the bottom of the 11th, going 12 from Salt Lake. The 3-0 pitch, right down the middle for strike one. Three balls, one strike. Cole delivers, and it misses low, ball four. And the tying run walked to lead off the bottom of the 11th. Yeah, we got a one-run lead late in the game. You kind of pretend like this would be the eighth inning, right? With uh, another inning to go after yep. this, but you don't want to walk that lead off. Just kept missing down, down, down. Batting for the Utes, number 24, Davis Kopp. The first pitch to Kopp. Hits the outside part of the plate, strike one. 89 on that pitch from Cole. Cole's a three-pitch mix guy. His uh, his best pitch is his changeup, though. It's really deceptive, good down angle, good velocity difference between his fastball and changeup. Runner at first, nobody out. The 0-1 pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. Good pitch right there. After walking a guy, coming back, getting the next batter, shutting him down. It's imperative right now. The 0-2 count, and now timeout is called. Timeout called by the batter. He steps out. Readjusts and now stepping back in. Awaiting the 0-2 pitch from Peyton Cole. Peyton delivers in the dirt. Good block there by Chase Taylor, keeping the runner at first base, so the count one and two. We will have post-game coverage for you. Coach Littlewood expected to come up and get his thoughts on however this game turns out. The one-two pitch. Ground ball, right back to Cole. Thought about going to second, stumbles a little bit, goes job, to first, that's Good the job. smart play. The runner does go to second, but you do get the out at first and one away here in the bottom of the 11th. For a second, I thought Cole had an opportunity to get him, but when he stumbled, there was no chance. Just get the out that you can get and move on. But the tying run does move into scoring position with one out. Yeah, no, it was a great job of recovering from when he slipped. If he, if he tried to throw that to second at that point, it turns into a huge inning, but nice job. Dakota Duffalo at the plate with one out and a runner in scoring position. The first pitch to Duffalo, strike one from Cole. Peyton Cole. Another BYU Cougar from the Las Vegas area. I was talking to him last year. He said he was friends with uh, Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf's son. How about that? 
Ground ball to short. Over to first in time. And now two away, but the tying run now at third base. He was telling a story where he would go to the mall and see Steffi Graf at the mall, and she'd say hi. Kind of crazy. Andre Agassi, one of my favorite tennis players. I'm sure a lot of people in that same boat. Yeah, he really was a good tennis player. Two outs. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. And honestly, you don't hear much from him at all these days. He's no, just kind don't. of stepped out of the spotlight. I wish he was like doing commentary or something like that. It could be a good time listening to that. The pitch. Ground ball to short. Over to first, Good and job. the Cougars get out of the jam. They strand the runner. He does not score, and the Cougars will head to the top of the second, still on top, or excuse me, on the top of the 12th, still on top, 6-5 to five, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way. Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Listen up, Cougar fans. Now's your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com slash BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Radio is all about making your life easier. To tune into our live stream, all you need to do is ask your smart speaker to play BYU Radio. You can be in the middle of anything and listen to our informative, innovative, and interesting content, all without having to lift a finger. We just want to make your life stress-free, boring-free, all while being hands-free. Find your freedom by listening to BYU Radio on your smart speaker. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Number 18, Bryson Van Sickle, the lefty redshirt sophomore out of Eagle Mountain, Utah, on to pitch the top of the 12th inning. Our final inning here in Salt Lake City. The Cougars on top 6-5 have rallied back after trailing 5-1. BYU pitching has held the Utes scoreless since the fifth inning. They need to do it one more time. The question is, when we get to the bottom of the 12th, will BYU have a one-run lead, or will they be able to add a couple insurance runs here in the top of the 12th? Tuck, I think I speak for you when I say we're hoping they can add some insurance runs. I would love some insurance runs. Alex Sardina leading off the top of the 12th inning for the BYU Cougars. Big day tomorrow for BYU football. 19th ranked Cougars on the road at Baylor. A preview of things to come in the Big 12. Both teams 5-1. Cougars looking to bounce back from their first loss of the season. A surprising loss at home to the Boise State Broncos. 
Van Sickle, first pitch, fouled off by Sardina, strike one. I don't know if you know this, Tuck, it's the Sailor game. Because well, Baylor will be wearing these well, Sailor let's Bears. let's say we came in late and decided to add a little baby Sailor on the back. But, it should be on the side of the helmet. But this opens the door to be able to make a Sailor Coog helmet. It would be the greatest helmet ever. And look, and if, you're, and if this is going to be a thing, you need to wear it every time you play Baylor. Like, that could actually become a thing. One ball, one strike to Sardina. The 1-1 pitch from Van Sickle. Sardina lifts it into right center. It's the right fielder over to make the catch, Scancy. And one up, one down is how the top of the 12th begins here at Smith's Ballpark. Brock Watkins will now bat with one out and the base is empty. You think BYU baseball will ever do the Sailor Coog uniform? We have a hat. I know you have a hat. But I'm talking about like on the uh, the jersey itself. I don't know, Shep. I'll have to just wait and find out. Ooh, is that a tease? I'll have to wait and find out. Okay. It's possible that it could be black and royal. What? It could happen. So what? So basically, what you've just said is that we we have one of those. I didn't say that. It's basically what because you implied. Because that's not the truth at the moment. Okay. No balls, one strike to Brock Watkins. Key phrase there at the moment. Let me tell you, the kids love the black uniforms. And we all love the Sailor Coog logo. Mm -hmm. Putting those together is genius, my friend. Interesting. No balls, two strikes to Brock Watkins. BYU on top, 6-5. Can they add to their lead before we head to the bottom of the 12th? The 0-2 pitch. Check swing, ball one. So one and two to Brock. It's been good to be able to see Brock out there Playing it short, getting the at-bats. Absolutely. Well, I didn't think he was going to hit today because... Like, we knew we would play defense, but yeah, yeah we weren't sure he was going to be able to hit today. So it's great. The 1-2 pitch. Strike three looking, and Watkins down on strikes for out number two. Sometimes as a hitter, you just have to walk back to the dugout and realize that he got me there. It's a great pitch by Van yeah. Sickle. Bryson Van Sickle. As we mentioned, he's from Eagle Mountain, Utah, but uh, played at uh, Labette Community College. Not sure where that's at. And the first pitch is ball one. Chandler sack bunted last time up. Get official at bat this time. Chandler Reber at the plate. It is R-E-B-E-R, Reber, not Reber. The 1-0, Reber. Lifts it in to left field. One, two, three. Go the Cougars in the top of the 12th. We will head to the bottom of the 12th. BYU needs three outs for a victory. Can they do it? We'll find out next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Based on the nation's most credible polling firms, shirting yourself increases your chances of getting a raise, scoring a hot date, and securing a place at the cool table. Research shows shirting yourself even improves your raffle chances by 64%. Introducing ShirtYourself.com, where you can create a one-of-a-kind shirt with all-over design. It's your shirt. You can build it how you want or use one of the site templates. It's super easy. ShirtYourself.com, where the world is your shirt canvas. 
From business matters to family matters, from legal advice to litigation, Fillmore Spencer is your full-service law firm headquartered just a mile north of Lavelle Edwards Stadium on University Avenue. Fillmore Spencer is Utah County's largest local law firm with branch offices in Salt Lake and St. George. Top-rated lawyers consistently voted Utah Valley's favorite law firm. With its broad legal expertise, Fillmore Spencer can play both offense and defense and even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Variety comes in many varieties on BYU Radio. Stay up to date with family and lifestyle, music and entertainment, faith and inspiration, and of course, BYU sports. We offer a unique combination of learning, laughing, and entertaining. You'll find BYU Radio to be a collection of people, things, and ideas, all different from each other, but with the same message. What is that message? It's up to you to decide. Are you ready for variety? Not just a catchphrase, but real variety? BYU Radio. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. PZ Printing sponsors this pitching change. Trayton Staley in to pitch the bottom of the 12th inning for the BYU Cougars. BYU on top, 6-5 as we head to the bottom of the 12th. Cougars have done a nice job battling back. Slow start. Some missed opportunities, but kept plugging away and able to take a one-run lead. Will that hold? We will find out. All right, just like you said, uh, Trayton Staley in for his first outing as a Coug. 6'5", 190 yep. out hard, of Pineview. Yep, hard-throwing righty. In for the close in the save right here. Trying to get the save. Bottom of the 12th, Cougs lead 6-5. to five. Here we go, Trayton. Branson Keel is the batter, leading things off in the home half of the 12th. First pitch away, ball one. The 1-0 pitch, misses away, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Staley to Keel. Ground ball to first. Vest glove steps on the bag. One up, one down. The Cougars those, need two uh, more outs. Except those ones make me nervous because a little English on that. He hit it off the end of the bat, and it was just going side to side all the way to Coop. And I'm like, oh, no, don't take a hard right turn on him and have an air here to lead off the inning. Nice job there by Coop, though, to get that first out. Gabe Singer will now be the batter with bases empty and one out. Again, these two teams will meet up again next Saturday afternoon in Provo, 1 o'clock first pitch. Tuck and I will have it for you. And the first pitch misses low, ball one. An update on the ALCS, Boston with a 3-1 lead over the Astros. The 1-0 pitch way inside, 2-0. So Staley has fallen behind 2-0 against the first two batters that he's faced. Able to get the one out. Can he battle back here? 2-0 the count. The pitch, and it's now 3-0. No freebies here. Right down the middle here. Make them earn it. They've got to earn it. 
This is it no matter what, whether they tie it or take the lead. This is the end of the game. A scheduled 12-inning contest. The 3-0 pitch to Singer. Nowhere near home plate. And it is a ball, and BYU has walked the tying run with one out, runner at first. Well, you know, Trayton's nervous, right? First college inning against a rival right on the road. Coach Bradshaw, he missed so far on three of those four pitches. Calls a timeout to take a mound visit just to settle him down. These are great experiences for kids to have to go through. That's why you play these fall games. You have a one-run lead against your rival. Going for the win right here. Cold night. Fun, exciting times right here. Coach Bradshaw still talking with Staley. Catcher Chase Taylor also out on the mound. Home plate umpire making his way out to break things up, get play going. Here's the situation, though. BYU has the lead here in the bottom of the 12th. It is 6-5 Cougars. There is one out, but the tying run for Utah is at first base. How about a ground ball double play to end this thing? I'm all game for that one right there, Shep. Let's speak it into existence. The batter is number 10, Alex Beza. The first pitch to Beza. Misses low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Beza awaiting the 1-0 pitch. Staley delivers inside, and it's now 2-0, and and that's six straight balls thrown by Staley. Yeah, you worry about this, you know. Just That's a big deal for a freshman. He wants to come in and do well, and he's just a little too amped up right now. Just, hey, relax. Throw it down the middle. Let it sink. Make them earn it here. Trust the defense. Get a ground ball, and you can get out of the ball game. The pitch... And that hit the batter. And now the winning run is at first base. Tying run moving up to second. And the infield is going to come in and talk with Staley. They'll talk over defense, exactly what they want to do. The entire infield is now talked, now breaking up and heading back to their positions. You can still get the double play and get out of this game. Cougars, though, with a one-run lead at 6-5. The batter will be number 99, Johnny Bartich. Junior out of Miami. Tying run at second, winning run at first. As Tuck mentioned, though, even if this game ends in a tie, that's this inning is it. Going to end with 12. Timeout called. I believe a ball got away again. Called timeout. Now the home plate umpire says play can resume. Staley delivers to Bardich. 
Misses low. Ball one. Relax here. Relax. Well, we've, we've talked about it. Neither side has been given that, that low strike area. And that's where quite a few of Staley's pitches have been. The 1-0 pitch. Inside, ball two. And now timeout is called. Taylor out to talk with Staley. Make sure they're on the same page. Also to give Staley an opportunity to catch his breath. Tying run at second. Winning run at first. One out. A double play could end this ball game. But right now the batters know that Staley's struggling to throw strikes. And he's probably taken all the way right here. I mean, how many straight balls has that been? I believe it has been eight. Two zero pitch. Good. There we go. Strike one. Two balls yeah. and one strike. Repeat right there. And repeat. you know that feels great to him. Yeah, just repeat right here. Find a way. Throw the same one. Get your double play ball. Two balls, one strike. The pitch misses low, three and one. All right, if you're Bardich, what are you doing? You swinging or are you just oh, taking? Yeah, you're, you take yours. it because he hasn't? Yeah, you know, you're, you're looking for yours. You get yours, you put a great swing on it. If not, yeah, go to 3-2 or take your walk. The 3-1 pitch, way outside, and the bases are loaded with one out. BYU can still end the ball game with a double play. And pitching coach Michael Bradshaw once again is making his way out to the mound and wants to have a conversation, and they're going to go to the bullpen. That is going to be it for Staley. Yeah, bummer. feel bad for him right there, not, not being able to get the job done. But uh, you get the first quick out, and then you walk a guy, hit a guy, walk a guy. They ain't going to get it done right there. Looks like Jake Porter is being called return missionary from the bullpen here in a huge situation here with the game on the line. Let's go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll be back. It is 6-5 in the bottom of the 12th on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar fans, it's time to gear up and get ready for some BYU sports. The BYU Store is the number one source for all your quality, authentic BYU clothing. We carry the latest Nike sideline clothing, just like the BYU players and coaches wear. This year's game day shirt comes in three colors and is only $10.99. Get into the Campus Store, the Stadium Store, and online at BYUstore.com for the widest selection and best pricing of BYU clothing and accessories. The BYU Store, official outfitter for BYU fans everywhere. Did you know the average TV commercial break is around three minutes long and that it takes a cup of noodles about three minutes to cook? Your favorite song is probably three minutes long too. And you get a pressure-filled three minutes to finish your turn in Scrabble? But did you know you can get a rain-repelling, triple-foaming, tire-shining, undercarriage rust-inhibiting car wash in just three minutes? You can with membership at Quick Quack, home of the three-minute shine. Just say Siri, directions to Quick Quack. See you soon. Let's make a deal. You're probably looking for a good podcast. Well, BYU Radio can help you find one. 
and the next one, and the one after that. All you need to do is search for BYU Radio on your podcasting platform. You'll discover that our shows have interesting interviews, entertaining discussions, and inspiring stories that cover such a wide variety of topics. It's like finding a new podcast every episode. Find BYU Radio wherever you get your podcasts. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. As Tuck mentioned before we went to break, the new pitcher is Jake Porter, returned missionary out of South Weaver, Utah, Northridge High School. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. The situation is BYU leads 6-5. There is one out, but the bases are loaded. So the tying run at third, the winning run at second. But the Cougars, with one pitch, could end this ball game if they can get a double play. You have corners playing in. You'll have the middle playing double play depth. The batter is Landon Fry. Facing Porter. Jake delivers. And a check swing. They will appeal. Yes, he did. They said he went around. Strike one. Good first pitch from Jake Porter. Jake rocking the, uh, the rec specs. Yep. Here we go, Jake. Compete here. Compete. Give your team a chance. No balls, one strike. The 0-1 pitch. Strike two. Jake has a good breaking ball here. Might be a chance that that was a fastball there, but 0-2 now. Spike that thing. Trust your catcher. Get you a swing and miss. I believe that fastball was at 90 miles an hour. Yes, it was. Come on, Jake. Porter ahead. No balls and two strikes. On the batter, Fry. Look, if you can't get the double play, let's get the strikeout and get the second out of the inning. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Nope, foul tip. Oh, it's on the plate. They will, they will say foul ball. That's, that's interesting. I, I, I can't. I can't tell from behind here, but if it's on the plate, is it fair? Hmm. The count stays, no balls and two strikes. Bases full of Utes. Come on, Jake. One out. BYU maintaining a one-run lead here in the bottom of the 12th. Final inning regardless of what happens. Now timeout is called. Porter gets his sign. Sets and delivers the 0-2. Ground ball to short. Over to second for one. And they don't get the out. The ball is dropped and the run scores. And this ball game is tied. Yeah, routine to the play ball. Good flip to Sardina. And he just dropped it. Wasn't on the transfer, he just dropped it. BYU had the ground ball, the double play was there, but they could not execute it, and this ball game is tied 6-6. The ball was hit to Brock Watkins, an underhand throw. The Cougars not able to make the play, and now it's 6-6. Now the winning run is at third base. Base is still loaded for the Utes and one out. Now the goal is to get out of here tied. Swing and a miss, strike one. Yeah, well, Jake did his part. He 
Got the ground ball. And two errors now in this game are extremely costly for the Cougs. Swing and a miss, strike two. And you're right, Porter's come in and done a really nice job in a bad situation. Got to get a strikeout here. Go for the strikeout right here. You don't want them to put the ball in play. Get your strikeout. 0-2 oh, count. Jake Porter delivers, misses away, ball one. So one and two. One ball, two strikes to Matt Flaherty. The Utes have not scored since the fifth inning, but they tie it up here in the bottom of the 12th. The one-two pitch, a swing and a miss, strikeout and out number two. Now go get your ground ball. Keep this game tied right here, Jake. Here we go. Out of boy. He's done his job. Davis Kopp will be the batter for the University of Utah. Facing Jake Porter. Porter coming in relief here in the bottom of the 12th. If we get to three outs and the game is tied it is going to be over we will not play a 13th so this is going to be it regardless the first pitch to cop strike one from porter another 90 mile an hour fastball from jake jake was on the roster in 2019 and then as we mentioned went on a mission now back for the 2022 season The 0-1 pitch, ground ball to Sardina, bobbles it a little bit, able to throw over to first in time, and that is the ball game. It ends in a 6-6 tie. Hate ties, but at the, in this situation, you'll take it. You'll take it. Getting out of a jam could have been a lot worse, but BYU able to salvage a tie, and that's how this one will end from Salt Lake City. We will take a break. We'll go over some post-game stats. We'll also have the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood, joining us, getting his evaluation on the night here at Smith's Ballpark. Your final, 6-6. Cougars and the Utes tying things up at Smith's Ballpark on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.